Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach Tip of the Day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Well, welcome back. Thanks for listening. Uh, it's so much fun for me to talk to friends uh, and uh, meet new friends. And we're talking with advisors, authors, thought leaders, people that make it, can make a difference in your life. We're trying to bring the best of, of their tips, ideas, and precautions for you, our heroes, the age 50 plus business owners. So let's move on to uh, Marnie Swetberg. And Marnie is a uh, a leadership mentor from um, Minneapolis, and we're going to talk about, or from Minnesota, I should say. Um, Got to get my MNs right there. Uh, we're going to we're going to talk about um, finding time for you. Now it's the holidays. You know, we're coming up on a time when you're going to have a few days off, but you're probably going to get stretched in those times off because you're doing something for everybody else. So we're going to talk about finding time for you. And, and Marnie is a uh, restaurant and retail store owner and the online mentor to over 14,000 leaders from 30 countries. She has authored 12, count them, 12 how-to books. So Marnie, I don't know how you find time for you, but welcome to the show. Hey, Bill. Hi, everybody. It's great to be here. <laughs> yeah, I love talking about time management because that's really a big struggle for most people. Well, it takes a lot of time to write books, and you've written 12 how-to books. So uh, tell us about you and your background. Well, I started um, I started being an entrepreneur when I was just a teenager, went into my first business then, and uh, kind of just kept doing that. Now we own a restaurant and a retail store, and then I have my online mentorship program, uh, which allows me to mentor. I've mentored over 14,000 leaders from 30 countries, and I'm just available online all the time uh, through the mentorship program. And all of I just always say that my brain is there online, and you can tap into it anytime that you need to um, at Marnie.com. So that's kind of what I do now. And how how the online mentorship started program program started is because in 1992 people started asking me a question. They started asking me the how do you do that question. And ever since then I've been answering that question. So all 12 of my how to books. And all of the resources I provide online are answering the question that people have, how do you do blank? And if I can find the book that tells you how to do it, I just recommend the book or the uh, experts that can help you. If not, I just research it and write it myself. And so that's how I got here. So what kind of questions do people ask you about that? Um, I mean, it sounds like you're, you, you replaced Jeeves. It's Ask Marnie. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, so, so uh, like the first one was, how do you do that? How do you entertain over 100 guests a month in your home for less than 50 cents a person and also homeschool your kids and run a girls' club and teach Sunday school and work with Iwana and do all the other stuff I was doing? So people started asking me that question, to which I wrote the book Kitchen Shortcuts, but um, – what happened was that I actually went to the library and I couldn't find the book. So I interlibrary loaned over 200 books, how-to kitchen books, because I thought somebody has to be doing what I'm doing. Then I could just tell people to read this book. 
and I couldn't find it. And along the way, though, what I found was that uh, some of the books that I was reading that had been published were so poorly written, I thought, really, I could do better than that. And so by the end of my search, I realized that I really needed to write down what I was doing. And so since then, whenever the question comes to me personally, how do you do that? And they're asking me personally, how do you do that? How do you, for example, um, how do you speak to groups of women? Well, I have an entire training program at Marnie.com for speakers or wannabe speakers. And then after they become a speaker, how do you write books? Well, I have an entire training program at Marnie.com. How do I write books? Plus, I wrote the book ebook idea to Amazon in 15 days because I'd been hired by a corporation or uh, organization to come in and do seven programs on ebooks. And so I wrote the book for them and published it to Amazon in 14 days so that they had time to, they, they could see exactly the process of how it can be done. So that's kind of, and it goes from there. And it, it, I, t- I touch on all topics related to um, family and then to writing, speaking, media, management, um, women's ministry, event planning, and from there. Wow. That's, that's very impressive. How do you define busy? <laughs> I, I like to use the acronym B-U-S-Y and, and define it best unique strategies for you because I always tell people that when God strung together your three billion base pair of DNA, he did it in a particular way because right now you are the only you that the world will ever know and you've been placed in this world at this time for a reason, just for a season for a reason. And if you hide or if you don't understand who you are or if you don't come up to the plate and really bat and give it your all in your life, um, we're missing out on you. The world can only know you if you let us know you. Uh, We can only experience your genius if you share it, if you develop it and share it. And so my heart is to help every person become the best them they can be. And to do that, we need to remember that we will be busy. Busy is not bad. Busy is good. We're built to be busy. But it needs to be balanced, and it needs to be the best unique strategies for you. So your life will never look like anybody else's. It has to be your own life. Do, do you find that a lot of people feel trapped into an identity that isn't them, that they've been kind of maybe they were they were put into at one point to support a family or to, you know, maybe they got into a job situation or family business, and now they're, they're realizing it really doesn't define who they are and they're unhappy, and what do they do about it? I think it's huge, um, and mostly it's because of fear, um, fear that if we truly go for what we were created to do, that we'll fail or that we'll lose something that's of value to us. But I like the story of the Golden Gate Bridge, Bill. When they were building that bridge, um, the, the work had come to almost a standstill because men were falling to their deaths. They would, they were trying to work up there, and something would happen. They'd slip or trip or something, and they'd fall and they'd die. And so the rest of the guys slowed way, way down, obviously, because of fear. And so what they did is they invested in a huge net that went under the workers so that if they happened to fall, they would fall into the net. And right away, the pace of the work picked up. And, in fact, the work was done so quickly after the net was installed that they were able to finish ahead of schedule and ahead of budget, even after the expense of the net. So what we find is that when we are sure that it's okay for us to go for our goal, then we're able to really go for it, and it changes everything. But then there's another story that has to be paired with that, because we all think 
You know, I mean, when you fall in the net, the goal is to work up on the bridge. You know, so falling in the net's kind of embarrassing, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. kind of a long, a long crawl back up, right? Okay. But even beyond that, my daughter uh, last year was at a circus, and she was picked out of the audience to get to go and do the trapeze up there. And she's kind of an athletic girl, and so um, she's you know, like 26, and she's done triathlon. So she went up, and she's all excited and nervous, you know, climbs all the way up there, and they hand her the hand her the um, baton thing, and she grabs onto it, and she goes swinging out, and she makes it to the other side. Applause. Yay, how exciting. And then she goes back again the other way. Okay, great. And now they say, okay, this time we're going to have you swing out, and uh, I'm going to meet you in the middle of the air. You gra- you let go of yours and grab onto mine, my hands. <laughs> okay, it's mm-hmm. a little tougher challenge. And so she's up front, so she, she lets go, she swings out, she releases her hold, she goes to grab his hands, they touch, but she misses and she falls. And she said, Mom, my hands got all bloody. <laughs> the net just didn't just touch me. It actually kind of, it cut my hands. And I think that that's where most of us quit. Most of us felt like, okay, it was okay to try, and it's okay to even fall. But when we get a little bloody, that's when we give up. But was she really hmm. hurt? Okay, she wasn't really hurt. She actually just, they had her do the best thing. They could just climb right back up and give it another go, which she did. And that's what you need to do. If you've been letting go of your dream because you're afraid because you did get hurt at some point, just climb back up there and give it another try because we need you. We need you to be fully you and still give it another go and get the help you need and get going. Oh, that's just fantastic. You're giving me goosebumps here, Marnie. That's fantastic advice. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm glad she did. It's just she got back up and she was okay the next time. Yeah, and you know what? I remember one time we were on a boat ride with our little tiny kids and it the the day was gorgeous. We went we went across. Uh, we live right on Lake of the Woods, which is a sixty mile across lake. It's just beautiful. And um, up north, there's seventeen thousand islands. Uh, it's very uninhabited up there. And we went across only five miles. It was a gorgeous day. We went into a, a sheltered marina. We had our little barbecue on our little you know charcoal hibachi on the back of our boat, and we we're having a good time with our little baby in a car seat and our little two year old. And then we noticed that the wind was picking up. And and we started to get ready to go. And by the time we left the marina, the the wind had really picked up. And now we were in the United States, but we were over the Canadian border. So we really couldn't go across by land. We had to go across by water in order to get back into the U.S. properly without uh, causing any, um, mm-hmm. you know, jurisdiction trouble. Anyway, so we get in our boat. We head out. And my husband knew that it was going to be choppy out there. So he put the he put the top over the back of the boat to protect us from the waves. And so we're sitting in the back there, and we get out, and the waves were eight foot high. <laughs> and was oh, coming over the top of the boat, in the boat with this two-year-old, this little baby in a car seat, and me, and my husband was uh, steering the boat. And at one point, it was terrifying, at one point, the flap of the the flap of the cover of the boat ripped off, and rain, or, you know, the rain and also the waves were just coming right in, um, and... So he said, take the wheel, take the wheel while I I tack this back down. So I took the wheel, and I saw something. I I had been back with the kids, and I saw something that I didn't expect to see. I couldn't see anything. All I could see was water. I'm hanging onto this wheel. All I could see was water, and then I would see white, and then I'd see water. (laughs) 
<laughs> I see light, and then I see water, and I'm like, how do you steer? How do you even know where you're going? And I just kind of hung on until he took the wheel again. And he got us safely back to shore. And the next day, he said, let's go for a ride in the boat. And I said, no way. <laughs> Absolutely. No way are you getting me back in the boat. And he goes, Marty, if you don't go today, you'll never go. And I said, I suppose that must be true. Okay. And we went and we had a beautiful day in the boat. But, you know, I think most of us are too scared. Once we've fallen off, once we've gotten beaten down, once we've been hit or, you know, submerged, uh, we don't want to go again because it's just too scary. But honestly, the joy in life comes when you go again. So get up and go again. That's great, great advice. Now, let's talk, let's talk more about um, being busy and juggling a lot of different things. And I've heard you say that uh, poor time management is the number one killer of goal acquisition. What do you mean by that? Well, in your lifetime, you're going to spend about two and a half hours driving a car, about five years waiting, about six years eating, 23 years in bed, three and a half years in the bathroom, and eight months just opening junk meal. And that's just basic, <laughs> unavoidable maintenance tasks. So if you are managing your time well, you can fritter away all of the time that you were meant to do what you were created to do. And it happens very quickly. And without paying specific attention to it, it will happen to you that you have no time to do anything of meaning or value. All you're doing is these basic, unavoidable maintenance tasks. But life is really about more than that. And there is time for you to do everything that you were created to do. And so I just, that's, I, I have a whole time management training program. I give it away at Marnie.com. If you go over there and just click on the left bar, free stuff, get the time management training and go through it. And you're going to see where your time is and where you can find so much more time than you think you have available. Oh, that's, and that's, you know, the commodity that we all have, but it seems like nobody has enough of it. People just refuse to delegate. Why do people refuse to delegate so much? I think because they really don't understand that they already do it. They don't understand that they have permission to delegate. <laughs> this is the big one. Um, especially entrepreneurs tell me, I can't delegate. I don't have enough money. And I was told, of course you have enough money. If you need to delegate that, you have, you have the resources to do it. So, Bill, I'm just going to ask you a simple question. Do you raise your own sheep, shear them, make your own thread, and sew your own clothes, or do you delegate some of that responsibility to the store and you go buy your outfit there? Well, yeah, of, of course, I delegate, I delegate that, of course. Yes. Of course. And do you raise your own beef and chickens and do you milk your own cows or do you delegate some of that responsibility to the grocery store? Okay, I get your point. So so there's a okay, lot of things so that we don't realize that we are delegating, okay? But so what you must delegate as a leader, if you are going to achieve what you are placed on earth to do, what you must delegate are the things that another person can reasonably do for you. And what you must not delegate are the things that only you can do for the world. Okay. It, it, and um, how do you help people define, I mean, is it, is it first of all, let's define what your, your busy, your best unique strategy for you is. Right. And right. then work backwards from there. Is that, is that how you get started right. with people? You know, the most important thing a leader can do is get clearly focused. Why are you here and what are you supposed to do next? <laughs> That's the first one. And then number two 
is you identify the goals that must be met in order for you to achieve those things. And finally, you break it down and you work from the back. If you want to have it simple, that's how. But most people, number one, they aren't clearly focused. Number two, they don't know how to set goals properly so that they can actually achieve them. I do 21 wins, 21 day wins each month to help people with this. And then number three, they really don't break it down in a way that's manageable, and so they miss their goals, and then they get to see a high wire or whatever, and mm-hmm. um, they don't go back again. They just say, that didn't work for me. I'm just going to give up. And so there's really a lot of hope and help. Um, definitely what I feel like I exist to do is I in, exist to encourage you <laughs> to, to go mm-hmm. for it, and then number two, to provide you with practical help, which is why over at Marnie.com there's over 150 training modules with experts. That All you do is you just type in, the answer you need, you know, the question you need the answer to, and there you've got it, you know, a 60-minute uh, section with a person who knows exactly how to do that thing next. A lot of people just don't know how to do the next step. And then once you're there, then the clear focus to help you keep going and actually achieve your goals. Now, Marnie, it's a changed world since a lot of our listeners were out. Let's let's say they started a business 20, 30 years ago. Things are a lot different now if they've now, say, sold or transitioned out of their business or retired or rewired or whatever you want to call it. And now they're looking at a whole world of technology. How does that factor in to help people even delegate things to people out of the country through the Internet? Oh, absolutely. There's so much of that available. I talk a lot about that in my book, ebook Idea to Amazon in 14 Days, about how I outsource much of that project. And I do I do quite a bit of outsourcing. If you need a website built or, you know, and first of all, don't build one, just get a WordPress and then hire somebody to help you tweak it. But um, if you need anything technologically done, either get your grandchild to do it or else hire somebody from another, you know, somebody right. who can help you with it. Because honestly, um, uh, what I always tell people is if you want to become the expert at blank, you know, for instance, when I was publishing the book, ebooks idea to Amazon in 14 days, when I was getting ready to put that out and I was on such a tight deadline, 14 days, I'd ask myself the question, do I want to become a PDF or a ebook formatter in my future? Is that part of my future goal is to learn how to do this for other people? Or do I want to delegate that? You know, do I want to become a farmer or do I want to just get some milk today? You know, so you have to Mm -hmm. answer this question all the time. And then once you answer the question, is that something I really want to learn to do myself? If you say yes, well, then take the class. Do it. There's training for you. If you say no, well, then find the person who can reasonably help you accomplish your goal. Mm -hmm. And that's great advice. And, again, there's a lot of website-based programs and formats available to find people who are more than willing to do work at a very reasonable rate if you need research, if you need uh, just about anything, a a presentation designed, all kinds of different things. So that's great advice. Now, um, besides, uh, at Marnie.com, it sounds like there's tons of tools. I'm going to go on there and and check out your uh, prioritization calculator and the time management tool because, uh, you you know, there's, there's no limit to the amount of good advice, advice we all need. Um, what else do people find at your website, and, and how do they get in touch with you? Well, I just got this um, email this morning from a lady named Donna. She said, I wasn't getting the opportunities I was hoping for, and I'll be 65 soon, and I thought maybe it was just too late. It's the next season of my life. But then I felt prompted to go to the training section on your site, and she lists which one it was, um, the, tra- the speaker training section, to see if there was something that I missed. I found it. I found material. 
on, and just and she goes on in two paragraphs, just what she needed. She says, anyway, girlfriend, you work so hard to provide women what they need for their lives, and I thought you should know that this has benefited me immensely. Okay, so that's just the kind of thing, I get notes like that all the time from people who just go on there wondering, am, am I really supposed to pursue my dream, my vision, my goal? Um, I don't know what to do. Maybe I'm missing something. Yep. They just find what they were missing um, just with easy searches, and that's what you can do, too. And it's just all over at Marnie.com, M-A-R-N-I-E.com, and that's great. I don't have a lot of time to do one-on-one interviews um, with people. I do uh, a little bit of that. I have a couple hours each week that I set aside uh, to do uh, one-on-one coaching. Mostly, I coach the group over at Marnie.com through my live radio program that's on on this, uh, Wednesday afternoons on Black Talk Radio here at Marnie's Friends and also through the uh, online mentorship program that's at Marnie.com. Excellent, excellent stuff. So listeners, are, you know, some of the things that hold us back, we, you know, there's a lot of people looking at new phase of life. I got to get back out there again, um, or I want to get back out there again. I want to change things up, but I'm afraid I'm a little tired and, and I'm certainly confused about what's out there. So at Marnie.com, you can replace the fear with encouragement. Uh, you can replace the being tired with a new surge of energy because you're going to find out what it is that empowers you. And and certainly you're going to become less confused about what's out there because Marnie's gone out there and pulled it all together for you to take a look at. So visit Marnie.com. And Marnie, thanks so much for coming on. It's been a real pleasure to talk with you and learn about what you've put together and Congratulations, and, and, and again, thank you for our listeners for making things so clear and easy and, and full of life and energy. Uh, thanks, Bill. It's great to be here, and thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Thanks very much. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to ExitCoachRadio.com the information station for age 50 plus business owners where we're interviewing over 250 top advisors for their best tips, ideas, and precautions so you can be well-planned. We upload new one-minute tips every day. ExitCoachRadio.com. Come listen for a minute. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 